listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, and on today's episode, we have a woman who is a singer, a songwriter, a multi-instrumentalist, producer, all sorts of things, maybe even a little film work, too, but we'll get to all of that. I'm talking about our guest, Christine Dominguez. Christine, welcome to The Rick Z Show. Thanks so much, Rick. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's great having you here. It's a pleasure to meet you. We've never formally met before. I don't think we've even spoken before pretty much this moment or just a few minutes ago when you got here. It's great to have you on the show, as I do with a lot of these episodes. I will listen to the music of the guest that's going to come on all week. I'll just pop stuff in and kind of get used to the music, and you can really sing. You've got some pipes. (laughs) Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. But what really fascinates me is the fact that you're a writer. I'm a writer, too, and I always key into other writers. You started writing at a very unusual age, didn't you? I mean, you were young. You were like young, young, like three years old. Isn't that right? It's true. I was writing whatever I could at the time. You know, maybe it was before I could form so many sentences, but I remember melodies were happening. So, I mean, don't you need some kind of life experience to write something? I mean, when you can't see over the counter, what exactly, <laughs> what do you write about? I write about not being able to see over the counter. <laughs> Touche. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in a, in a child's mind. So I don't think it was, that was a challenge for me. Also, I remember writing about the cartoons that I was watching. I was like emotionally, emotionally involved in some of the characters mm-hmm. and, I was inspired by like this one guy. He was uh, like, actually, his name was uh, Ricky. He was uh, Ricky the rapper, and huh. I thought he was the coolest kid in town. So I wrote, "Hey yo, I'm Ricky, Ricky Rucker. I'm the coolest girl in town. Everybody thinks of me, and that's not down." You know, as in, it's up. It's good. This is like a hip hop version of "Hey Ricky, You're So Fine" by Tony Basil from the eighties. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you remember that song. Was... Yeah, I think it's ringing bells. <laughs> okay, it's the early '80s. This is this is my pop era when I listen to pop music every day. So anyway, what I find interesting about you, in addition to the fact that you also write, you don't just sing, because a lot of singers don't write their own material. You do. You also play a lot of instruments. You're a multi-instrumentalist. A lot of the people that come on the show that play a lot of instruments, I find very interesting that they all seem to start playing violin when they were a kid. You're no exception to that rule, are you? I am no exception to that rule. I was waiting, because I guess that's in my bio, because I was like, how did he know? Yes, yeah. He's magic. (laughs) Yes, I actually do research for these shows. No, um, I picked up the violin first. I think that's what was recommended by the music teacher, and... I love the violin. I don't know why I ever put it down, actually. So you don't really play it anymore. I mean, before you answer that, let me just list some of the instruments that you do play. You do play guitar, you play bass, you play piano, you play drums, and trumpet, too, which is very different than the rest of those instruments. But no violin on the list. Do you not pick that up anymore? Did you just kind of graduate from the violin at one point? No, you never graduate. I was just thinking the other day that I really want to buy a violin. And I was like, gosh, I wonder how much those are. Can I get one Like <laughs> that's not a million dollars and you know, was played by the most famous <laughs> violinist ever? But mm-hmm. um, I think it's kind of like riding a bike. And that's one of the instruments you can just pick up and have fun with. Just it's, you know, you can slide all over the thing and it's not really I don't know I I have a feeling it would just be more fun than a nuisance how did you learn how to play all these different instruments I mean did you take lessons are you self-taught how this all happened a little bit of both Um, violin well I took lessons I was in school taking lessons for violin and trumpet guitar I never took lessons but my buddy did and he would kind of come home from his lesson and be like oh this is an E minor chord so I remember that was the first chord 
and luckily I grew out of that depressing chord um, into like <laughs> G major, like the happy one. So I just kind of figured my way around on the guitar neck and voiced my feelings. I remember E minor was the first chord I ever learned to uh, a friend of mine or a cousin or somebody showed me how to play Heart of Gold by Neil Young on the guitar. And I thought it was the greatest thing ever to be able to play that E minor. It had such a, a strong sound, you know, that open sound. Yeah. Also, with all these instruments that you play, I'm very curious to to hear you play something on one of those instruments, preferably the acoustic guitar. I see you brought it with you today. I did. Would you favor us and play something so our audience who hasn't heard you play can hear the sound of your voice and hear your songs? No, I would love to. That would be great. What are you going to play for us? I'm going to play Soul Shake, the title track of my album. Let's do it. Watch my soul shake, 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 shake. In all my life, in all my days. I never been, I never been so misplaced. Where do I go to see the face that left me in, that left me in outer space? Flying solo in the big world, don't cry for me. I'm a big girl, I do big things. I'll be hard sing, pull over, I'll get off it, I'm sober, I can see clear, this is heartbreak, watch my soul shake, 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 watch my soul shake, 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 this is heartache, this is heartbreak, and it made my soul shake, 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 watch my soul shake, 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 make a mistake This is heartbreak I'm in the same place you left me Something I'm neglecting to see Typical me You know I don't regret things Just try not to forget me, okay this ain't my day, this ain't my day, yeah. Flying solo in the big world, don't cry for me. I'm a big girl, I do big things, yeah. I make hearts sing, pull over, I'll get off it. I'm sober, I can't see clear. This is heartbreak, watch my soul shake.
Christine, that was great. That was so good. Uh, where'd you learn to sing like that? Did you take lessons? Thank you. Um, not exactly. No, I never took vocal lessons, but I would sing a lot um, along to my, like, my favorite pop artists and try to like harmonize with them. So I always considered people like Mariah Carey and uh, Justin Timberlake to be my vocal coaches, even though we've never met. How about Whitney Houston? Absolutely, Whitney Houston, yeah. I hear a little Whitney in there. Yeah, it was always my favorite challenge was to like try and mimic crazy mm-hmm. scales that she was doing and all of that. Like when I was really little, that's I was you know that's what I was doing with my free time. Yeah, she can break like one note into like twenty in a yeah. split second. Uh, yeah, you have that kind of control in your voice. And another interesting thing about your voice, your speaking voice, is a little on the low side. Maybe I would expect an alto to come out of your mouth, but instead. You've got a totally different vibe when you sing than when you speak. Is that intentional? I've been told this before. I don't even know what to think about that. I can't even self-analyze, honestly. I'm just like, if it makes sense to you, that's probably true. It's just a natural thing you're saying. Yeah, I don't think about it. Yeah, You know, for me, when I sing, I sound exactly like Michael Jackson. (laughs) That's that's a gift. Yeah, (laughs) He looks like him. Yeah. It's completely untrue, by the way. (laughs) You know, I shouldn't be surprised at your singing prowess uh, and your solid playing, by the way. You were right in the pocket playing that. I mean, your your sense of time is really good. I shouldn't be surprised because you have a degree in music, but it's not your average degree. It's not in theory. It's not in education or performance like other music majors. It's in production. And you got it from Bard College right here, Hudson Valley's own Bard College, very prestigious, well-known school all around the country. A lot of guests have either taught there or they've gotten a degree there in music or in whatever. What were your experiences at Bard? And tell me a little bit about this degree in production. What does that mean exactly? Good question. I think it just means that I tailored my education, my music education, towards the production side. I did take theory and jazz history, and it was a liberal arts education altogether. I I would say I kind of had a minor in foreign language and a major in music production. But at some point, they when I was there, they built a state of the art recording studio, and it was I'm telling you, it was like nice, and that really excited me, and I was like. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm interested in this. This is gonna I'm gonna declare my major and I put on a concert and at the time it's I don't know if they still do the same thing. It's called moderating. You don't get to just choose your major. You have to kind of apply and perform for it and be judged. And if you pass, they accept you into their program and then you can kind of work your way through. Is it a performance that you have to do? Yes, it was a performance at the end of my Bard career. In order to graduate, you have to do another one. So you're judged two times to get in and to get out. <laughs> well, and one performance each time. Correct. To kind of prove that you prove yourself. 
Yeah, but not just any performance. I mean, it's you got to go big. I had featured many other artists and had a variety of professors on the panel. I had my mm. Spanish teacher on my senior panel just because wow. I was writing in Spanish and French at the time, so I wanted to like in- include my language background. So this music production degree, so your skill set then is what? Music producer. So I basically just wanted to make sure from start to finish I could create a song. So from like inception, I don't know how to say, but like the moment that it comes into um, reality to be able to translate that into a recording. Yeah, because as songwriters, we all have the arrangement stuck in our head, things that we want to hear. But how do you get that sound? Most of us have a producer to do that. Can you produce your own material? Is that what you do? Yes, that's what I do. Can you engineer your own stuff? Yes. Do you do that too? I do that too. I mean, that's not easy. I mean, that's like only Prince does that. <laughs> you know, because I yeah, I think about him all the time because sure. I'll, I'll be you know I'll mix my own sound on stage. He used to do that as well. And when I say music producer, I also I guess I say I mean engineer as well. So I guess there's a fine line in my head about what a music producer does because they can also be a songwriter. Well, to me, the producer tells you what to do and the engineer does it you know that yeah that's, that's u- true that's yeah. usually how it goes the, in the studio yeah the breakdown yeah yeah there's a chain of yeah i agree now all of this education and all these instruments that you play and you're singing you're writing it all kind of culminated in i guess what we could consider for the time being your largest success which is this song airplane w- would you say that's one of the biggest things that you've co-written Airplanes, yes, absolutely. Airplanes was written by who? You and you collaborated with who? Um, Kinetics and One Love are a songwriting duo. And I actually went to Bard with Kinetics. So after I graduated, we kept in touch and ended up collaborating on a, on a few songs. And Airplanes was one of them. Airplanes is a great song. It, it expresses such longing. When I hear the song, I think, you know, somebody watching these airplanes going by and wanting to aspire to do more than they're they're doing standing still, so to speak. It's almost an analogy for forward movement. At least that's what I took from it. Songwriters sometimes have a completely different idea behind what it meant. What does it mean to you, and what exactly was your part in writing the song? To me, well, let me come back to what it means to me. My part um, was musical, melodical. Yeah, so I got involved with it after they had a, a rough idea of what the song was and had a name and everything. Um, Kinetics was the lyricist. So they sent it to me, and I was able to take their idea and shape it into the structured chorus and, and background stuff that you hear. When you write a song like this, and then it becomes successful, and they ha- well, they also had a part two, Airplanes Part Two, Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a second. Airplanes Part 2, you have B.O.B., you have Haley Mills from Paramore. Oh, you Williams, ha- yeah. Uh, ha- Haley Mills. I'm, <laughs> st- I'm stuck in 1979 all of a sudden. This happens on the Rick C. Show from time to time. Just just grin and look away, if you could. Um, yes, Haley Williams, and of course, the great Eminem is on it as well. Mm-hmm. What's that like to hear a song that you had a, a hand in with all these big names on it? And how does Part 2 differ from Part 1? Part two differs from part one in a great way because, like you said, um, the great Eminem is on it. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. I mean, lyrically and rhythmically, I feel like I've been very influenced by 
what he's what he's done. So that was a big deal uh, for me. Of course, both versions are a very big deal, but the fact that he wanted to be on something that I helped to create um, made me feel good. <laughs> oh yeah, to say the least. And, sure. I mean, it was a, a contender and and won some Grammys, I think, didn't it? It well, it was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. And I think we did not get that one. But, you know, it's the thought that counts. And, and being Grammy-nominated is no fee. I mean, there's only one winner in each category every time. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get nominated. And it's just amazing to be recognized for well, any of it. Keep singing. Keep keep writing. You'll win your Grammy eventually. It's inevitable, I would say. With all this talk about the song, uh, I'd like to play it. Can we play the song? We sure can. Yeah, let's do it. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Just memories. Oh, and it seems like yesterday, 
Let's pretend Marks of Mathis never picked up a pin Let's pretend things would have been no different Pretend he procrastinated, had no motivation Pretend he just made excuses that were so paper thin They could blow away with the wind Marshall, you're never gonna make it Makes no sense to play the game, there ain't no way that you win Pretend he just stayed outside all day and played with his friends Pretend he even had a friend to say was his friend And it wasn't time to move and schools weren't changing again He wasn't socially awkward and just strange as a kid He had a father and his mother wasn't crazy as shit And he never dreamed he could rip stadiums and just lazy as shit Fuck a talent show in the gymnasium, bitch You want him out the shit? Quit daydreaming, kid You need to get your cranium checked You're thinking like an alien, it just ain't realistic Now pretend they ain't just make him angry with this shit And there was no one he could even name when he's pissed it And his alarm went off to wake him, but he didn't make it to the rap Olympics Left to his plane and he missed it He's gonna have a hard time explaining to Haley and Laney These food stamps and this wick shit Cause he never risked shit He hoped and he wished it, but it didn't fall in his lap So he ain't even here, he pretends that Wow, I love that song. I love that song. Whose idea was it that hook about uh, the wish? I need, I need a wish. W- was that was that you musically? I mean, lyrically it wasn't. But whose idea was that refrain? I believe Kinetics came up with the lyrics, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he polished that idea. And Kinetics, who is Kinetics exactly? Tell us a little bit about your writing partner. Kinetics is a uh... A songwriter, um, rapper, lyricist that I went to Bard College with. We met there and started collaborating on some stuff. I engineered and produced some of his sessions at the Bard College recording studio. At some point, I graduated and he ended up transferring to Cornell, and that's where he met his other writing partner, One Love. He kind of wrote to me like, oh, I found my writing soulmate and uh, we're working on some stuff. Can you, you know, jump on board? And sent me sent me a few songs. Wow, One Love and Kinetics. I wish I had a cool name like that. I, Rick Z is pretty cool, if you ask me. I like I like the letter Z. It that, is a cool name. That makes it kind of cool, but it's not Kinetics and One Love. I yeah, mean, they're great. I want to work with people like that. <laughs> That's really great, Christine. Once again, and this happens every single time, we're running out of show. It, we're just about to be done. Oh. But there's so much more to talk about. Would you be willing to come back next week and continue talking about your music and your career? Oh, my gosh. I would love to. Oh, that would be great, Christine. And before we go, I would love it if you could just take us out with another another acoustic tune of yours. Yeah, it would be my pleasure. We'd be honored. Here goes my heart. I hope you know where to keep it. So if we drift apart, at least we got our secret, our little secret. Whoa, don't you start. Unless you're ready to feel this Yeah, cause my love will take you from the floor Right on out to the ceiling I miss you now That you're 
So talented, Christine. That was just wonderful. Thank you so much. I mean, beautiful voice. You're a triple threat. You're a, a good writer. You're a good singer and a good instrumentalist. That's that's what I call a triple threat. And I was rocking out. I don't know. You know, our listeners can't really see me, but I was actually rocking out. Actually, the first time I've ever seen him like move up and down while while listening <laughs> to true. a guest. Really, that's I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you. Infectious beat. I can hear all the rest. I can hear the whole thing in my head when you play the song could you hear the orchestra i could hear the orchestra i could hear it all i could hear it all in there christine uh thank you so much for being on the show today uh you're talented you're a nice person Uh, it's been great talking to you i'm really looking forward to next week's show thank you likewise appreciate you you're listening to the rick z show i'm your host rick z 
produced and engineered every week by Rusty Johnson. If you like what you hear, click subscribe, and this way we can send you all kinds of stuff like letting you know when the next show is going to be, although I have a feeling it'll be about a week from now. Don't miss Christine Dominguez next week. There's much more to come.